he's very honest. He's been straight up. He's been saying he's not ready for marriage, doesn't want marriage. He's really been given the points needed for her to put that realization in her freaking brain of hers that hasn't clicked in yet that this man does not want to get married. Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of a little bit of everything with me and I am your host Angelica. This is the podcast that talks about a little bit of everything so sit back and enjoy the show. It's 90 Day Fiancé time, or should I say Love in Paradise time with my co-host, the queen, coupon queen pin. See, you you changed up and made me almost forget my name. How'd, how'd that happen? <laughs> I was just thinking, I'm like, yeah, it's part of the 90 Day Fiancé franchise, but I'm like, we mainly talk about Love in Paradise. We only touch upon Darcy and Stacy for like literally less than five minutes at this point because it's gone a snooze fest. But how you doing, Coupon Queen, Ben? I am awesome compared to yesterday. I am so awesome. How are you feeling? Oh my gosh. I was like at 15% fuel <laughs> during that live yesterday. But I do want to thank everybody for reaching out and we are a hundred percent now we're ready to roll we're excited to talk about love in paradise but i'm ready let's do this so before we get into love in paradise never have i ever episode five we are going to be well i'm going to be just talking about darcy and stacy episode five season two called tears and tantrums and for those who are tuning in for the first time, we usually just do a brief recap and we kind of alternate who does the spinoffs when it comes to 90 Day Fiance and the cast members. So I'm going to just start it. Darcy and Stacy. Ooh, Darcy calls off the engagement, goes back to Connecticut without Georgie. Florian and Stacy visit a fraternity clinic to see if they can have a baby. And the twins head to a spa to shift some energies because they're ready to head over to Turkey to get a whole transformation done. Because apparently they've done all their research and say, you know what? Turkey's the best place to get all the work done they want. They want to get snatched up. They want to get lifted. They want their face redone. They've got, they need to get veneers. So they are off to Turkey to get all that stuff done. But Darcy's friend, Debbie, finds out that Georgie said, once the money runs out, he's out. And how they are American trash. But earlier in that episode, he really was trying to take some tears out of those eyes and say the engagement is off, I guess. And she left her ring behind and left him behind in Washington. So yeah, that was Darcy and Stacey. It wasn't really that interesting to be honest. It's like how many of these episodes you're going to see these twins uh, go through a transformation, a spa date, them eating. I know she did a lot of crying last night, which I was like, are you kidding me right now? Like she is really, 
it's yeah i agree with you dahlia funny how darcy's all about her daughters when she breaks up with her boy toys like honestly she always brings them up it's all about my daughters and i just want to show strength and i'm powerful and i'm empowered and i'm just i'm very strong and she's crying her eyes out in the back seat as they're going home and florian's like don't cry don't cry it's okay don't cry and she's just really <laughs> like, oh, my God. Uh, you know, it's just like, I just want love, love, love. And I just want true love. Like, that was, what, the middle, the beginning of the episode for five minutes of her crying. And I'm like, no, I can't. Can't. You're going to ruin that Botox face. I can't see anymore. <laughs> it's like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm pulling, I'm pulling her hair when she's like, I'm done. I'm done with everything. I'm done. That's, that was her. And I was just like, wow, what a season so far. But that was the last night's episode of Darcy and Stacy. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I don't know what else to say other than okay. Wow. So, gee whiz, kebabs. Okay. Where do we? Florian is the MVP for dealing with the twins. Florian is the MVP simply because he's lasted this long. I mean, on on Darcy's side, we've seen how many guys go by. We've had Jesse, Jesse, Tom, Jesse, George. Mm, guessing Jesse might come back. I I don't know. I don't think Jesse's gonna come back because we've seen him uh, getting really close with Jennifer from Tim and Jennifer. So even though we found out their storyline was fake after all, but yeah, him and Jennifer, her Jesse and Jennifer. If I could talk, yeah, they're a thing. Well, that could be a girl fight. But she does talk to Tom. Last week she was on the phone with Tom like, I don't know what to do. It's my last resort. And then I guess she told him, which we don't see a clip of, uh, her, like him saying, like, did the ex-wife reach out to you? And she's like, no, not yet. <laughs> Gosh. So let's, let's move on from Darcy and Stacey before I turn into Darcy because I, I need to snap out of her crying. Invitation. <laughs> yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. So, oh my gosh, we saw the couples last night. Oh my gosh. So, Love in Paradise, as you guys know, has new couples. And we started off with the one girl that, when we talk to people, seems to be irritating everyone Ariana. Ariana's pregnant knew a gentleman named Sherlon for 17 days. Yeah, you heard me right. 17 days. I guess maybe she heard, you know, Robert from Robert and Annie's story and got inspired. But she is trying to force him to do this K-1 visa. Like, I'm having your baby. You have to marry me. You just have to marry me. And he agrees with to go to the visa office, which was in the back of a boutique. Uh, 
I'm still trying to get over that one. But yeah, it's in the back of a boutique. And so they're talking and the lady that does the visas asks him, you know, the visa agent, she asks, hey, well, are you not ready to get married? And he says, not now. Now he confirms that he really does have feelings, genuine feelings for Ariana, but he takes marriage very seriously. Now, the one thing that I will tell you guys to remember is Ariana's in her 20s. Sherlon is already 35. So he realizes that this is not something that we can play at, we can pretend it's a serious commitment and he takes it as such. So, but she's just like, well, what would you do? And the woman says, hey, you know what? Believe it or not, which we didn't know, but I, I guess really because we'd never asked about tourist visas, but he could stay on a tourist visa for six months. So if he could stay on a tourist visa for six months, that means that he could be for half the year with his child if he chooses to. She's just like still trying to force a, well, let's get married. Let's get married. Let's get married. Okay. You guys are already in two different galaxies. Do you really want to get married to someone that isn't in the same galaxy as you? Seriously. I, I, I don't know. She is spacey as like, okay. I haven't said this in a while, but I'm starting to think. For Ariana, the air is very thin. Very thin. I'm ready to rumble on this girl because you know what? I got to say this. She, she's creating this illusion. Never thought I would say that. And the fact, this illusion of, excuse me, I feel like there was a, um, a sneeze coming, a burp coming. I don't know what it was, but let me just regroup here. <laughs> Again, this is life. She is creating this illusion of she cannot be single raising a child on her own. What country does she live in? Because I'm pretty sure all over the world, there's single women raising children, working, they're doing whatever it takes to raise this child. She is just like, doesn't want to be fallen a statistic. But, you know, when you fall into that statistic, there's a lot of amazing, empowered women who were able to overcome these challenges and make something for themselves, for their child, for their fa little family of two or three, whatever it is. And it's just like, you are really just, uh, I guess she's immature and doesn't know like does she even have a dad does she like we don't know that part of it but we that's that the thing is like we haven't seen a dad we haven't seen the other sisters have husbands not that i'm saying that they don't but we haven't seen these people so it already seems as though she's being raised by a single mother and there's nothing wrong with that really there isn't because there's really uh, th there's been amazing success stories from these women who are single. They really overcome these challenges. She really but, irritates me how she really pushes him to get married. But that's what I'm saying. Like if your mother is who you look up to and your mother raised you as a mm -hmm. single parent, why are you so like, 
I have to, I have to get, I have to get married. You have to marry me. You have to do everything for your family. Like, girl, bye. Yeah, seriously, girl, bye. And the way she's pushing him, I gotta say, Sherlon. He's very honest. He's been straight up. He's been saying he's not ready for marriage, doesn't want marriage. He's really been given the points needed for her to put that realization in her freaking brain of hers that hasn't clicked in yet that this man does not want to get married. It's always, you have a baby on the way. You have a baby on the way. You have a baby on the way. He gets he has a baby on the way. But if realistically he does not want to get into a marriage, why are you forcing the man when he's telling you straight up? There's another cast member in the same series, which we'll get into later, who has been you know, sweeping things underneath the rug and doesn't say the honest truth what he wants. But this man here has been straight up, and I got to give it to Sherlock for being straight up and honest and saying, I do not want to get married yet. We've only known each other for 17 days. And it takes a lot to really marry someone. He takes it seriously. So she needs to get off of this cloud that she's on and this illusion that she's creating that she can't be a single mom raising this child. I know, I know. And, and like, you can't stress it enough. The fact that he's being so direct about it is like really well applauded for me because a lot of them don't say what they mean from the beginning. So he's letting you know, hey, you know what? Marriage could be in the cards, but it's just not now. I take it very seriously. So it's just like, oh, okay. So he's not playing, he's not playing any mind games. He's not playing any emotional games. At least not that we can see so far, but she's hearing what she wants to hear. Exactly. She's playing that game as, you know, kids only hear, they have selective hearing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Anything else about this couple? No, we can move on. So who'd you want to talk about? Can we talk about Mark and Kay? There wasn't much, but yeah, this guy, hmm. So Mark and Kay ended up meeting Kay's friend. Uh, they just want to sit down, have a chat, go out and have dinner and some drinks. And as Kay and her friend are talking amongst each other, her friend realizes like, oh, this guy doesn't speak Spanish. Like, really? He, he should have known Spanish from the time that he was living in Argentina and owned a business. And he keeps saying, sorry, what? Excuse me. Can you, can you speak slower? Can you? Oh, no, I, I didn't get that. I didn't. I don't understand. So you can tell that the friends kind of like, how am I going to speak to this man? And you know, for Kay, it's like she mentions, it takes a lot more work for her to do the translation as she's still learning English. But I got to give it to her; she's doing such a great job. And I know it takes a little bit of time for certain words, but overall, she's doing such a fantastic job with her English and continues to work on it. And the friend says, "Well." you know, I think Mark needs to learn English. And he, she translate that to him. And she, he says, well, if this relationship, if this relationship works, then I will learn, I will learn, I will learn Spanish. So I think I said right. English earlier. So 
she kind of like, wait, wait a second. Like you have to wait for this relationship to work in order to learn Spanish. Like, how does that even make sense? Like the guy was living in Argentina for quite some time did not learn the language. Like, how did you run your business? I'm pretty sure he hired a translator to do all the work for him or whatever the case may be. Or was it just directly uh, to, to people who spoke English, right? Like I have, we have no idea. We have, we don't know much details. So Kay gets really upset because he's confusing his priorities. Is it about the relationship or is it about learning how to speak Spanish? Like he's all over the place. He really wants her to move to California and he really wants her to, you know, be honest with her and everything, which we've seen her open up last week, but he, he's kind of irritating me. Like he's just putting these expectations out. Like, well, I won't speak Spanish if this relationship's not going to work, like you can use Spanish almost everywhere, most of the country, but in America you can use it, isn't it? You're like your second language, if I'm not mistaken. Again, I'm the Canadian. I'm not. Yeah, no. yeah, no. You, I mean, like every, almost every state. I kid you not, and even including Louisiana has Spanish-speaking people. Mm-hmm. Now, depending, okay. I do have to say this, depending upon where you live is where you'll find people from different regions of Latin America or the Caribbean, but there are Latinos all over the United States. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I, I don't know. And especially, okay, here's the funny thing. He comes from California. Like... Dude, there are Mexican restaurants all over California. How does he not speak Spanish or at least understand enough to answer in English? That's crazy. I, I'm starting not to like him. I'm rooting for them, but he needs to change. He really needs to change his ways. Uh, he's really coming up with every single excuse not to speak Spanish. And it's unfair because she took the initiative to speak English and learn how to speak English. And she's not fully there yet. But you know what? They're communicating. And it's not fair to him to do that. Yes, Diana, we're actually both feeling better um, you didn't get a chance to watch it. So yeah, these two, I mean, I, I am rooting for them, but Mark's got a little bit of change in to do. He really does. He needs to change. And thank you. We are feeling better. We appreciate your support guys, honestly. And Dahlia, thank you for messaging us. And, uh, we are a hundred percent. We're like full of energy now. <laughs> I know yesterday was just so weird. We actually both got on and uh was like, so I'm not feeling too well. I'm not feeling too well either. It was super weird, but it happens. Anything else to add Mark and Kay? Because these two I just want him to change. Like he doesn't have to be so hard headed. Like mm -hmm. and, and the thing is. All she's asking you to do is learn a language like you want her to move all the way to America. If you if you 
if you are willing to make the change, maybe she's willing to change her mind. Thank you, Diana. Thank you, Dahlia. He does really need to change, but um, I feel like I had something in my mind, too, about Mark. Do you honestly think that this relationship is going to work by the way things are going? Because he's very adamant of her moving to California. And she's like, why am I going to move to the U.S.? What is your prediction? It's been five episodes in. Do you think they're going to make it? If he keeps on the same way of pushing her, first of all, okay, remember, she's also got the whole thing where she doesn't like, she's already said she demands, as a woman, she demands a whole lot of attention. So she doesn't like to be ignored, number one. Number two, um, you know, she's already wasn't, that wasn't high on her list of things to do was relocating to America. Um, and so it, it's, it's one of those things. And she's, she's just got a lot, for her, I think she's got a lot to lose. I don't think the... And and the other thing is she's very free spirited. That's the other thing. Because remember, she said once she she likes being in an open relationship. I don't think that's what Mark is looking for. I think he's looking for someone who's going to give him total commitment. So if he keeps going the way he's going, I don't think this is uh, this is going to work. I mean, she's more of a wild flower and he's trying to tame her into being like you know this pretty little rose in the glass i agree i definitely agree anything else to add to them before we move on to their next two couples nope who did you want to talk about i guess we let's go with amber and uh and daniel because Amber, who after, believe it or not, after watching that episode, made me want to go buy croissants because she sat there like picking at a croissant all the time, all during her uh, portion of the episode. Um, <laughs> this is after the whole, you know, meeting Caroline or Carolina at the uh, bar. And she's still, like, reeling over this. But we didn't know she has friends who are expats from their own countries. Um, the wife, I believe, is from Canada. And the husband is from Israel. And they are living there. And they love it. But they actually also happen to be neighbors of... Daniel and his brother. Now, she's explaining to them how she is so upset. He hasn't done anything. He's quit his job. He's got all this stuff. And the funny thing is, you know, they start trying to explain to her. He has uh, he has a very different mindset. And even, even the wife explains that the North American mindset is different from the Central or South American mindset, meaning 
it can take all day to go to the bank. If it takes me all day to go to the bank, I probably would scream. So <laughs> it's just like, I, I don't, mm, I don't know. She's just pushy, pushy, pushy. And so she's very valid. Like, like the wife brought out, she's very valid points, but he's coming from this mindset of, you know, slow down, give it a moment, give it, you know, and she does not want to hear that. She doesn't want to hear that at all. But then she also brings up the girl and then she asks a really weird question, which is, hey, have you ever seen any women coming to the house and coming over and they're looking like no all he ever talks about is you you know but that is her insecurity you know coming up and we've seen this before this isn't the first time we've seen it even with just amber we've seen it before but she will not let go this couple i don't they're they're already on a bad track i don't want to see this couple together i'm sorry like, they're giving me Jay and Ashley vibes. They're giving me all kinds of other things. I agree. It's, it's, she needs to, like, step back a little bit. Why doesn't she try going to the bank? And I can attest to that. They do live <laughs> a really slow lifestyle. My dad was there for a year settling some stuff on, on his house. And I'm thinking, wow. It took you how long to get led? But it depends. I guess on the personality, you can demand things next day. But she, and also on her part, like you've asked for this information for how long? And it's taking you months and you have to miss a day of work. Okay, I get that. That's a lot because, you know, it's a lot of money to miss of one day of work. It's not like here you can use up vacation days or sick days or just call in sick because, you know, you're able to recuperate the next day. But I don't feel like this couple's ever going to work out. She's too demanding. She's very up in your face and just, well, you got to do it now. Why are you looking at that girl? Like, she's just crazy. Kind of give me like some Julia vibes, like protecting right. her pride and joy. <laughs> right. And I, and I think that's the other thing is like, she's not thinking at the fact that, okay, in the time that they're talking about just going to the bank, we would have been able to get to the bank, get the papers, probably stop at another office, stop for food, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like we would have been able to do like five to six things in the time that it takes for them to just go to the bank. So it's just, she either needs to figure out that how to be a little bit more patient or they just need to break up. Mm -hmm. I feel like, these guys will end up working out, but working out in a way where she's calling the shots and she's kind of giving me <clears throat> a little bit of Angela vibes. Yeah, she just wants to be able to be the boss. And I don't think that's the right way, especially not for this couple. And, and, and the other thing is he's already at a point where he wants to bring his mother and brother. We haven't quite met mom yet, but we have met the brother and it's like, is mom really going to approve of this woman? I feel like mom is just going to approve because, well, I think she's still in Venezuela. 
And I feel like it's more of if my son can get to America to get me out of here, then it's for her, it's like a dream come true, right? That is true. That is true. Especially being in countries like that in South America, which is government corruption. Yeah, it's like they're in desperate need. It doesn't matter who it is. I, as long as I can get my my whole life out of here and start new and fresh and be safe and have these opportunities, then that's sometimes you have to do that, right? And it's unfortunate, but hey, they're they're trying to they're they just want to live that that good life. So true, so true. So, oh my gosh, anything else to say about this couple? No, that's it. We'll see what happens because now she's got this. Oh, yes. You know, there's not there's not girls coming in and out of the house when I'm not here. <laughs> I know. I know. Really that was question. the big thing was the, like the the girls coming in. Are there any girls coming in and out of the house? Like, uh, oh, gosh. It's like, yeah, he's running a whole brothel. That That's what he does when you're not here. <laughs> So we're on to Martine and Steven. Oh my gosh. So after the most awkward uh, dinner party that no one wanted to go to, <laughs> they are having a pool party for friends that obviously Martine knows, but really are kind of Steven's friends and they're having a good time, which is like, Oh, okay. You know, they're letting loose drinks are flowing, you know, and Martine is a self-proclaimed party girl. So this is not something that's too, too horrible, but as the jello shots get flowing, the liquor gets flowing we hear the game that no one wanted to hear. Never have I ever. I don't know what it is about people. I think it's like when people get so much liquor in their system, that liquid courage really starts to get to them. Because I, I, I just knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I just knew this was not going to go well. So she suggests never have I ever. And at first, everything is fine. Everything is great. They're having fun. But in the side interview, Stephen says, this game never goes well. And so... It's super crazy because everybody, someone always asks, hey, can I ask anything? And of course, in the rules of never have I ever, nothing is supposed to be off limits. So you can kind of ask anything. And she's like, yeah, sure. And at first it's fun and everything's lighthearted and people are drinking and not drinking. And for those who've never played, it's one of those things of 
somebody asked a question, the person that has done it has to take a shot or take a drink or whatever. So I don't know. Like I said, it started out lighthearted. It started out great. And one of the friends finally asks the question, never have I ever cheated on my significant other. Now, the bad part is they know that he's cheated. And he takes a drink and Martine's attitude completely changes. She grabs a couple of jello shots and her drink and goes to the other side of the pool. And it's like, oh boy. Because we know that she is pissed all the way off. But she's pissed off because um, they're really laughing. And I got from the, the laugh that they knew that this happened. They knew that it was kind of a sore subject. So they're laughing and he's taking a drink. And she kind of really takes it personal. I... I don't know why she took it so personal, but she takes it really, really personal. So it's like, uh, lady, I don't know. I, I don't know. And the other thing is in her side interview, she also says she went through his phone. <sighs> why? Why are you going? Ladies, we have discussed this. Do not go looking for something you don't want to find. She went looking through his phone because someone text messaged him and said, you up. Now, she never, I'm guessing it was a woman, but she never said whether it was a man or a woman. And I'm like, so, she, you know, she's very jealous. She's got the Julia jealousy, so... It's just like, oh my gosh. I, what do you think about this? Because I'm like flustered right now. Okay, Martine needs to like chill out. I know she also she obviously wants it diamond clear every time about their future. She's giving me serious Julia vibes of protecting her pride and joy. And, you know, it's just also... Steven needs to be straight up with her because she's creating this thing of, you know, we can move to Florida, we can get married and we can do all of this. And I, I need an engagement, a proposal before I leave here. And I'm just like, Steven, open your mouth, take a page from Sherlock and say what you want to say. It's like he's afraid of her because she can snap, crackle, and pop like Angela. But, like, he hasn't been honest. He really hasn't been honest at the beginning. He keeps sweeping it underneath the rug. Like, we've seen him when she's like, oh, you know, I want to move to the States. I want to do this. And he's just like, mm-hmm, uh-huh, mm-hmm. But he doesn't really say, like, no, that's not the plan. That's not the thing I have in mind. I have my daughter here. I have family here. Like, he doesn't say anything. And she's become crazier every single episode. She doesn't trust him. Why are you still with him? You, you, Yes, you give him a second chance. But again, why are you wasting your time with him? Like, she's really just become crazy. 
And <laughs> she's super jealous. But at the end of the day, Stephen needs to be honest with her and say, this is what I want and this is what I don't want. Because she's assuming he is going along with the ride, but deep down inside, he isn't. He's not for it. He's not having any hesitation of like, oh my gosh, yes, I, I need to go to America. Let's get this stuff done and all of that. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. What's wrong with him? Be honest, Steven. Tell her how you feel. I know. I mean, at least Kay told us the best thing for her in America is peanut butter. Right? <laughs> but seriously... He hasn't been honest with her since the beginning, especially last week when we saw them at the family dinner. Uh, he didn't really say anything, not even a peep, not even a word. When all the questions were being directed at her, he could have stepped in and said, you know what, guys, I think you're pushing us too much. I know it's been three years, but there's still a lot that needs to, you know, we need to figure out. And that's it. But no, he doesn't say anything. Like this man is just, oh gosh, seeing them, is a disaster. They're a wreck. A complete wreck together. Martin being wanting the things to be diamond clear, pushing him to his, uh, as much as she can to his limits for him to propose, to quit his job and to move to America knowing that he's got a daughter and all his family there. There's no hesitation of him coming to America. And then you got Steven who's just like, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Let me see how, how much I can drag this on and still keep my job and you know, still live this life that I have, that I enjoy and everything. Like he needs to be honest, bottom line. So true. He does need to be honest and he's just not let, let's be real with it. He is just not. Uh, I think he's just looking to be f like, he wants to be the world's first 65 year old DJ just with the 65 year old party girl. No, you know, no big expectation. Just, hey, you know, let's party like rock stars until we get to the nursing home. Like, I don't know. For real. For real. I got nothing else to say to, to this couple because really, besides Martine being super jealous and pushing this way too far and Steven not being honest, like, it's it's a disaster. Oh, it is a disaster. I, I'm I'm really waiting for this, this for them to, to to just explode because I know it's coming. Oh, it's coming. That 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 wave is coming. It might turn into a tsunami, but damn, it, it's just oh, I can't with them. I really can't. They're both a mess. He's not saying anything. She's just crazy nuts. No, done. I hear you. I hear you. So, oh my gosh, we've gotten through all the couples. We sure have, everyone. I hope you guys are enjoying Love in Paradise. You can catch it on Discovery Plus if you have it. Um, don't forget, next week we are recapping on Monday, uh, 90 Day Fiance, part two of the tell-all. You can, you can definitely listen or watch part one, which has been... The episode was released uh, today, Tuesday, and uh, we really appreciate you guys listening onto the podcast and viewing us on Twitter and Facebook. And we have a brand new episode of Shower Karaoke coming up this week. So thank you guys for all your support. And that's all we have for now. Bye, guys. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. 
Hey, it's your boy Bromar, host of The Bromar Show. Hello everyone, it's the Coupon Queenpin from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up everybody? This is your boy Ken, aka the gentleman of the gentleman lifestyle podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. And, and you're you listening, are to listening to a little, a little bit of everything, everything with Angelica. With Angelica. That's it for now, and thank you for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on the podcast platform that you're listening to.